Welcome to the Penny Section. This is Lopo. And this is Bam. Yeah, we're getting super sexy today. Nice. Not really. Sex episode. (laughs) This is not that sexy. (laughs) No, this is is not a sex episode at all. This is is the feet episode because we're talking about today Uh Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, you know, um, the industry of film reaching jamaican people is wild different mm-hmm. so while man's has had to been running from every spoiler known to man for like a month in order to appreciate the new works from quentin we are finally here yeah. it's finally out this wednesday and we are going to watch it after this episode yeah so once upon a time in hollywood has been out in america for like two months now yeah and we've been chilling chilling waiting hiding i believe finally ready to see this shit though yeah and we're not doing and then it's great that we're doing an episode before we see the movie so we don't spoil the movie for anybody but we're gonna talk about the man of the hour well the man of two months ago <laughs> to everybody else in the world <laughs> but the man of the month for my for, for me right now nigga because we're gonna check out this movie so we're gonna talk about we're gonna have a fun tarantino conversation that's right um everybody loves tarantino and everybody, you know, he's good. Everybody loves or hates Tarantino. I should go on to that. Who the hell hates Tarantino? Uh, <laughs> m- m- millennials on the internet who m- do. No, who millennials hate everybody. <laughs> so. It's Gen X. Gen X. <laughs> No, Gen Z is Gen Z is like eighty eighties, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gen Z hates everything. They, they, all they do, all that, all the only thing they like is Fortnite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, only yeah, Gen we, Z know it's Fortnite and lying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I know he's a racist, I know whatever, but he's a fucking genius, and everybody knows that. However, there are some works that, especially when they came out. People did not appreciate. Even some people in this room right now is, doesn't appreciate <laughs> like some of the work we're gonna talk about today. Which we're gonna have that f- be, We're gonna have a fun conversation about the movies people don't like from Quentin Tarantino, and hopefully by the end of it, as far as I'm concerned, it will let you know that you're stupid for not liking it, <laughs> and you should like calm down. Like it's it's not that serious. <laughs> like he is the best at what he's the best at and his that's, bad that's movies that. are better than some niggas greatest movies yes so. <laughs> like his his bad hate, movies hate are it, some niggas career best <laughs> like this dude is like um brandon jennings hitting 55 points mm-hmm. <laughs> like versus lebron <laughs> that, that's how good quentin tarantino is so we're gonna talk about movies that have mixed reviews right now one is called death proof yeah right people don't like that movie i remember when that shit came out in 2005 my bridge and alex decided that this was the worst movie ever right? really yeah he was like fuck this fucking movie don't make no bumble cloth sense really, 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 really. Wait, did he prefer I fucking ha- planet terror yes he shit? did wow <laughs> that is, that is, I, cannot, I cannot God. respect <laughs> and all of that so there's death proof and then there's a movie that bam doesn't like nope but i actually love did not care for it is as in the hateful eight um so i'm gonna talk about that so yeah i mean 
the only the only hook of this episode is Tarantino because this is probably on a CEO uh, SEO sorry <laughs> SEO level like the worst thing we could do <laughs> talking about Tarantino based on y'all pop culture love for him we could have had a nice kill bill no new takes conversation <laughs> um, yeah but, i mean i'm sure i could sit down here for an hour and think of the one thing that has not been said about kill bill in the past 15 years since the movie has come out like every fucking podcast comes to that moment in time where they have to discuss tarantino and like we finally reached ours so we got to do some some shit that's different yeah so let's discuss the ones with do like all right so we're gonna start with death proof mm-hmm. um I like Death Proof, but Bam likes Death Proof more than me. Way more than Love. So, like, he can, he can get that shit started right now. Like, let's go. Death okay. Proof. Yeah, Death Proof. Uh, it is, uh, like I said, it was a joint movie with him and Robert Rodriguez. Uh, it came out, which year for which year for 2007. Easter? 2007, mm-hmm. during uh, Easter, oddly. <laughs> I remember very correctly. Bumble Club. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was too... <laughs> Very violent movies yeah. <laughs> that came out during uh, our Lord's resurrection, mm-hmm. Jesus Cristo, and uh, it was his his worst reviewed movie. I think um, mm-hmm. came out at a weird time. People were not like mm-hmm. ready for all that violence and shit. People, it was a weird premise. It was how many people not ready for violence in two thousand seven? Like we had Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Oh no, you're talking like the last 20 minutes gunning niggas by a Gatlin gun Rambo? <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Like, how are we not ready for violence? <laughs> um, like, excuse me? Nobody yeah, so, watched Nightmare on Elm Street? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie did pretty well. <laughs> Freddy, like, come on, come on. Freddy Krueger makes money. We were ready. <laughs> yeah, I guess. People just did what? No, I just think, think people weren't ready for Tarantino, Tarantino to have doing, fun. Yeah. Uh, is, is Tarantino doing something strange? He wanted to make a slasher movie, mm-hmm. basically, but he didn't want to. It's Tarantino. He's not going to like just make a movie about a nigger running around with a knife. Like, that's not him. Mm-hmm. He wants to do something wildly original. So mm-hmm. he's like, hey, how about I make a movie about a serial killer who goes after like young girls, but he does it using a fucking stunt car? Mm-hmm. Like,. I've never heard that fucking pitch in a movie meeting before. That's some um, new yeah, shit. Yeah, and I, you'll never hear it again. You'll never hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> too, too original to ever be done again. I mean, you know, that's just the thing. Like, y'all, uh, anybody who has something bad to say about Tarantino, guess what? All of his fucking movies, as heavily influenced as he is by things, all have to do with a plot that you will never, never fucking hear, exactly. hear, hear about because he writes all his shit. So if he doesn't think about it, and he doesn't think it's coming from his weird-ass perspective, mm-hmm. that shit wouldn't exist. So this is another example of that. Like, it stars Kurt Russell, yes. stuntman, motherfucking, motherfucking Mike McKay, Zoe Bell as herself. I don't know how that makes sense. <laughs> uh, in the movie, she... <laughs> Zoe Bell is an Australian stunt performer. She was uh, in Kill Bill. She was the bride's uh, stunt woman, Uma yeah. Thurman stunt woman. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of random shit. She's a really good uh, stunt performer. Yeah. And in the movie, she is playing herself as in Zoe Bell, the stunt woman. As yes. like in the movie. My favorite movie character universe. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Rosaria Dawson as... My baby girl, Rosaria. Oof. 
Aberth, Abernathy Ross, Vanessa, and a bunch, a bunch of random ass white women. <laughs> and jungle motherfucking Julia. Sydney Poitier's daughter. What's her name? Also um, Sydney, Sydney Poitier. Sydney Tamir Poitier. Yeah, yeah. Sid- Sydney Poitier's Julia. daughter named Sydney Poitier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could work. As yeah. in, you know, Gabrielle Batistuta yeah. could have a daughter named sure. Gabrielle. It works. And if, 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 if you're trying to put that name to the face, she's the tall ass bitch with a huge feet who was Jungle Julia. Yeah. DJ at a movie. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so what what was the what, what what was the what was your takeaway from the movie? Even though review wise, what you know the sentence. What 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 is your grasp of the movie? And and I walked out of it. Com- yeah, c- compared to what how what people bad how they badly reviewed it. Like, what's the, what's your feel on that? All right. Well, I don't. I, when it came out here, we didn't do the whole double movie thing. I think it was like literally. I watched two separate movies, mm-hmm. um, but I remember watching Death Proof first because, you know, fucking Tarantino. I got to watch Tarantino first, and I came out of it. I was like, mm-hmm. at first I was like, okay, that's not like his best, but like, like I think I was still high on like mm-hmm. Kill Bill them times there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Kill Bill was oh five. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was, I was still like high on like oh five, and Kill Bill was like <clears throat> a lot more uh, fun. But I was very impressed with like uh, the effects of it, the stunts of it. Like I liked the dialogue, I liked the originality. Kurt Russell is one of my favorite fucking actors to watch. Yeah. Like he's charismatic as shit. Yeah. He's playing a complete weird psychopath. <laughs> um, it had all those like it was one of those things where, where, like like Tarantino is like at his least subtle mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. like there's like eight close-up feet shots mm-hmm. in this movie he's like one of the main protagonists is a DJ so he literally has an excuse to play weird yeah. <laughs> like yeah. weird weird old songs they have a huge discussion about like uh, the monkeys and the Beatles. Like, it's all this weird, like little shit he likes to get into. And like if I'm looking at the review, like I'm looking at some of the the stakes right now, and my least favorite take is, um, <clears throat> basically one of them says that the so one of them's talking about that while it's it, it the movie is long and oh has long long stretches of bizarrely inconsequential conversation. As all most Quentin Tarantino movies do. Which is a which are a big come down from the glorious riffs of Reservoir Dogs and False Fiction. First of all, I could not disagree more. <laughs> like, my Reservoir favorite, Dogs is eighty percent nonsensical no, conversation. No, my favorite conversations in two entire movies are these women talking. Yeah, it is literally like the most interesting conversation that I have ever seen in any of these movies. Listen, Jungle Julia, like <laughs> like trying to get laid by this nigga and talking to her friends, is so it's like, so great. From 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 the from the vapidness of a lot of it. Yeah. To to the the the, the, the intricate detail and like the, the the originality of how personable these 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 conversations are like. It's like, like each sentence they say is like layered with like friendship. Like you can tell yeah, people and it's have like, like just I've, like I've <laughs> private never story been, upon private story. I've themselves. never been so like impressed with connecting to characters without actually knowing anything about, about them. them. Yeah, like this, like I, I that just, is just so the trading of the barbs between them. Like you can tell, like everything is is so layered. Like these niggas really know each other. It's not strangers. It's deep long time years years long friends and i think it's the best uh, like visual i'm uh, not well visual it's the best execution of what makes tarantino great is where like when you talk about like dope writers or whatever 
they have different styles. Like Sorkin is the dope writer, but it's all about how freaking complex his characters yeah. talk and all of the, the you know the verbosity of of his scripts. But well, the, my problem with the thing about Aaron Sorkin, he can only write intelligent characters. He cannot write like normal. Niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like Tarantino's characters, he write he writes them from like such a raw perspective regardless of what their background is like yeah. if there's some girls just talking about how big a nigga dick is and what like, <laughs> like he can he can make that shit like the like the realest conversation marty why you screwing up your face when you're talking about big niggas dicks <laughs> <laughs> you all right there marty girls are allowed to talk yeah girls <laughs> like, marty like, girls like penises too bro yeah. <laughs> they can have opinions you know, like, Certain word just cuts through. Yeah, yeah big. How <laughs> big nigga dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we got to put some big nigga dick in the in the middle of this like introspective. We got five more big nigga dicks. Just just give us the light. When we, gotta, when we gotta put it in. Uh, <laughs> Get so it. Yeah. Put it in. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, like he doesn't have. To, it doesn't have to be this big like freaking essay or dissertation. Yeah. On, human nature it can just be people knowing each other in like a normal situation until the unnormal person enters yeah and so what if he's which is a what the horror movie is it's a bunch of normal niggas sitting around doing jack shit until a crazy person enters. yeah and it was it was perfect like i mean people said like um ebert gave it two and a half out of four stars writing while death proof was the more enjoyable half of the bill it was still marred by overlong scenes of um expository dialogue everybody's complaining about the dialogue to me and it's just like the best part of the, the movie, fucking movie yes. but yeah alex as if you if you're here this roger ebert said death poop was better than fucking planet fucking terror so get the so fuck out go. of yeah. here um, i'm gonna believe you are roger ebert bro <laughs> you have you have some facts on the movie you want to run through some of them real quick oh yeah um <laughs> all right so uh in the process of this movie uh he was casting he had in mind uh, one Bruce Willis, Ving Rhames, mm-hmm. John Malkovich, mm-hmm. and <laughs> goddamn Sylvester fucking Stallone. Now nah, that shit fucking took me out. out. <laughs> like, like I love Sylvester, so, but this movie would be like Sylvester Stallone. Very interesting. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Mike. No, I'm no, I'm comp- I'm going the other way. That would have been comically bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hysteric. There's no. Oh, that's when the bad reviews would have been warranted. No, freaking subtlety in Sylvester Stallone to be Hitman Mike, dog. What? <laughs> Which way are you going? You turn left. You turn right. Oh shucks! <laughs> no, let me tell you about my book. Right? <laughs> if you're writing my book, you ain't writing my book. <laughs> <laughs> like no fucking Stallone. Yeah, that nigga would have I no life. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're completely silent. Jason Voorhees. I mean, now I need Stallone in a Tarantino movie because I need Tarantino to write Stallone his lines and Stallone look at that shit and be like. Uh. <laughs> Wait, I gotta memorize this whole paragraph. Yo, like I don't really do this. Like I know I wrote movies, but uh, when yes, I when I write them, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> like like I, I do not think Stallone is going to be like yo, and Tarantino is gonna be like no. When I say, you know, <laughs> like this word, you have to say that word, and you have to say it this way because that's how it works. And he's gonna be like, 
but I wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> like, wouldn't I, like the final test of Tarantino's strength would be to like direct the movie with like Stallone, mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, <laughs> Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> and see if get that shit Like no big action set pieces. This is all no, heavy conversation. Dialogue. Just conversations <laughs> with Stallone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, and Van Damme. That's what we want. Yeah, but. That's what we want. That's, that's, that should be the 10th movie. Expendables 4. <laughs> Tarantino, please. For the love of all Tarantino should do a Sharknado where it's just <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> yeah, bring back Tar And a shark. Yeah. <laughs> and the shark only shows up in five minutes at the end. And the whole movie. Yeah, it's a real shark. He doesn't do CGI. So yeah, you're going to have a real like shark with a shark. real a Actually real eats them. Yeah. And yeah, I think that should be the 10th movie. Um, so yeah, like that's... That's that's a lot about yeah William Dafoe, John Malkovich, Mickey Rourke. I could see Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke would. That'd have been a Mickey Rourke was in the pocket. He was crushing since it. Bruce Willis would have been the thing with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis would have been like too sexy. Like girls would actually like get in that car. Would yes, get in that car easily. Like yeah. Bruce was like. No, they have to give him like where exactly are you scar going? Face, <laughs> eating pussy scar. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like. You, but that shit was still work. Bruce with Bruce with this. There's no creepy murder man in yeah. Bruce with this. He's just gonna get the draws. Like also it, Bruce Willis can actually act if you can like, convince him to. Yeah, like, he can. Well, you, really, really wait, kill what are you scene. saying? Like Kurt Russell is the best actor of all of these options. Yeah, no, 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 no I'm saying in, in, in context with fucking Stallone. Or like, Stallone can only be Stallone, but Bruce Willis can be. Yeah, several Bruce Willis act but i'm saying like these girls it was supposed to be it's just every time especially in the first half of the movie when the girl actually goes with this nigga and whatever it's supposed to be a stretch like he's 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 not that impressive no no she's like she's stressed and she has to get in the car with him like it's just no 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 no, no, no. the first after the bar Mm -hmm. wasn't it like they're all like leaving out Mm -hmm. and she just needs a ride Ride home right yeah 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 and then they were like, yeah. And they teased her about it. Like, yeah, sure. Like, ah, I got to go with that ugly nigga. Uh, 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 she's like, no, I'm just getting a ride. Wait, 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 wait. But if it was Bruce Willis, it would have been like, no, I'm getting, I'm getting some dick right, right now. now yeah. <laughs> like, so that shit wouldn't have worked. Um, but yeah, the dialogue is amazing. Like the, the Zoe. Oh, my God. Like Zoe and Rosario and the, that whole, that, that trio. Yeah. Best, like, best friggin' con- best trio of, of women doing <laughs> absolutely like in anything, and they were doing absolutely nothing. They literally were just going to the gas station and driving about the business, and then they got the fucking. There's a whole shot. subplot about buying an Italian Vogue magazine, <laughs> like, and that's like, and you're into it. You're like, how oh, this bitch has that Vogue magazine? Yeah, for five hundred dollars yeah. <laughs> for a ma- fucking magazine. So you know, it's just a vibe. Uh, um, well, there was one more thing. Like, we need to talk about. That fucking end stunt that Zoe Bell does, yes. where she ties herself like on mass to the to the to the car. Plus, plus, like, how is Zoe not like the fact that she's a she's a, she's playing a stunt character? Mm-hmm. This is stuntman Mike is a stuntman murderer. Yes, she literally the whole the big. I mean, the most interesting part is when they tell stories of her being a cat. Yes, and, like never never dying. Never dying. Yeah. They go through the whole fucking exercise of 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 first of all, Stoneman might just killed some some random bitches in the most easy way possible, and then he was trying to run these bitches off the road, and Zoe not only survived, she thrived. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she no, thr- but, but she thrived being on a car <laughs> with a murderer trying to like. Here the thing: the way he was her. going about it made like no sense because in the first murder, right? 
Like, he leaves the bar with the girls. Um, he straps up, uh, what's her name, mm-hmm. um, into the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And he does his whole fuck-up thing, swerves the car, knocks her head, knocks her unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. Great. Then he goes to the end of the road, dark road, lights her off, charges in, boom, rams the other car, kills all the kills other bitches, right? right? Jungle Julia's leg fucking... Pops, pops off, off. Mm-hmm. flings out the card. One of the, some of the best gore effects I've ever seen yeah. <laughs> occurs, Lit. and like all these bitches die, right? Mm-hmm. And cut to stuntman Mike and hospital. The fucking sheriff and son from Kill Bill, because this movie takes place in the same universe mm-hmm. as Kill Bill, shows up, and they're like, "Hey, who's this crazy ass nigga?" They're like, "Oh, I know Trev works out that. Oh well, apparently he gets sexual gratification." From like killing bitches, as most serial killers do. Mm-hmm. But the way he does it, he kills bitches in a way that like police can't really get him for it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a car accident. Yeah. Hush this I assume this is what the second yeah, time because, this like, done I, this. Yeah, because like there's this little scene afterwards where he's with the police and, and Yeah, he's, he's like, talking to the police. Yeah. He's talking to the police like I don't know what happened. Bro. Yeah, like he, the way he kills bitches, <laughs> he literally makes it look like a car accident. Uh-huh. And the police are like I guess we can't arrest you for having a car. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, like, is, I'm, I, I've known people, in, like, movie I, universe I, I, logic. I mean, I've known people who got in car accidents and people died and they were in jail at the same time. Um, no, in this movie <laughs> universe, apparently... Apparently not. If you kill all the bitches, you get off scot-free. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's perfectly fine. But, yeah, so then... So that, in his serial killer logic that made sense mm-hmm. um, I'm getting these air quotes on this camera <laughs> uh, so his serial killer logic he like killed these women mm-hmm. but in the second one like middle of the fucking day he's just like ramming these bitches after he didn't like crash into them he's literally like yeah, but ramming the car he was, and like he was doing that because the girl was on the car yeah that's he's that fucking up sense. this is not no, part of your sense. MO you're just literally fucking with these you're like you're not going there to kill them you're like going there to like mess with them a little bit. No, I'm going to run her off the road because, you know, normally if a girl is hanging onto a car and mm-hmm. I slap the fucking car and she, she drops, drops off, off, she's going to die. I have fallen off of a car. I know it's not a great look. <laughs> I was there, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you were there. <laughs> I have fallen off a car. It's not a good, it's not a good look. They're, like if you drop on your fucking head, that's it. <laughs> That's the end of story. So yeah, I get that, and it was probably a more fun way for him to kill these women. I guess so. Than the plot. I guess he just was not like expecting Zoe Bell to just be a fucking trooper. <laughs> and and plus, he was car. playing around with them, sure. But then when they stopped, he realized these bitches were strapped. Yeah. <laughs> also, he didn't count that the black girl was a stunt driver as yeah. well. So uh, she was it, like, "Oh, nigga, you trying to fuck oh, with like, us?" Who, <laughs> So, I mean, the movie's a great fucking watch. Yeah. What are you talking about? I fucking That's... shared when Rosario does and then bitches punch the shit out of him. Yeah, like, the final frames is just punch, punch, <laughs> punch, 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 punch. And then and they're 70s, like, fucking yes. And 70s great. movies ending when they jump in the air. Like, yeah, come on. Like fucking Johnny Bravo or some shit. Like, <laughs> yay. It's like, the movie's There's done. no way. 65% are rotten tomatoes. Yeah. yeah fuck fucking out of idiots. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's Death That's proof. proof is fucking great. Death Proof is great. Y'all need to fix up on opinions on life. There's no way that you can have Zoe Bell being herself. Zoe Bell is my favorite female character in all Tarantino movies. Yeah. Period. So, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know what to do with that. That's also, better. here's a weird... And, and, and that nigga made Jackie Brown. We'd have fucking Pam Greer. Okay? So, calm yourself. Uh, Shoshana is still my, <laughs> mother, my motherfucking nigga. Uh. <laughs> Alright. No, no. Right, here's another weird thing, though, about Death Proof before we move on. Mm-hmm. I think it's Tarantino's uh, most autobiographical film. 
What? Yeah, think about this. Um, this, is a, this, is a, this, is a, this is a heavy fucking metaphor. Hey, you going deep? This is a this is a deep fake. Yeah, it's a deep fake. It's not a deep fake. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. I don't. I don't Martin, how many more big nigga dicks? We got? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. It's a heavy, heavy bullshit head ass metaphor of mine, right? But here it goes. Stuntman Mike, right? He's a character who. Why? When? When is in the first section when he's in the bar talking to them, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just talking to all these people. You notice he's the kind of guy who he likes old movies, old TV shows. He's like reeling off all these facts about old actors. And there are many men. characters in Tarantino movies that are like that. Continue. No, no. But <laughs> what I'm saying is he's trying to impress all these girls at the bar, mm-hmm. and he's reeling off all these facts, and mm-hmm. they're just like looking at him, just stone faced, like. Mm-hmm. Fuck is this nigga talking about? Okay. Right? Okay. And Tarantino, if you've ever seen a movie about him, you know he's a nigga mm. who like sit down and just rail off every 70s, 60s, mm. 80s actor. You were like, mm-hmm. quit down the fuck you're talking about, but you're an encyclopedic motherfucker, right? Right. And you have no idea the fuck he's talking about. Uh-huh. Stuntman Mike mm-hmm. is also a person mm-hmm. who loves and prefers old styles and old ways of doing things. He's upset and he's out of work. Mm. And it feels like he's becoming an aging dinosaur mm. because people no longer do stunts the way they used to do. Mm. People no longer do it. So he's out of work and he has to find a new way to like express himself in his art. Uh-huh. You see where I'm going? No, that? especially on the second point. That the, nigga just made Kill Bill. That nigga, was, that nigga figured it out. That nigga did not have like, yo, I have to figure out a new way to do this. No, I just made Kill Bill. <laughs> no. <I'm> saying, no. <laughs> like what? I'm saying he's moving on from Like he's still fighting for like old film, old all physical, no uh, CGI uh, shit, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, stuff. but it's, it's not a fight when you succeed every time you do it. <laughs> his first, I'm he's not successful. His first movie was no, like... Stuntman Mike is also successful. He made successful his first movie his... with like five grand. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, he, then he made fucking Pulp Fiction for like, that made like a billion dollars compared to what he fucking spent. No, like, I'm not... He's a great investment <laughs> to Hollywood because he doesn't need any money. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't need any like yo, you think the CGI cheap? Yeah. <laughs> like it is not cheap. I'm not saying it's a one-to-one direct <laughs> direct comparison. <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird as Tutman Mike like has so many things in common with like some people's perception of Tarantino. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but right. I just feel I see a lot of Tarantino in a lot of his characters. Like I see a lot of Tarantino in Jews. I see a lot of Tarantino in. Um, I see a lot of Tarantino in who else? I don't know why Jules is the first one to come in. I mean, clearly Reservoir Dogs. I see like all of them niggas is Tarantino, yeah. in- including Tarantino. That whole table, <laughs> that whole dinner table. The whole, di- whole dinner table is like one part of that. So like, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just don't. I mean, for all the f- problematic folk out, um, police out there who already hate Tarantino, I don't feel like I want to leave it on the note that Stuntman Mike, the fucking <laughs> murdering, <laughs> the, the, the female murdering Stuntman is, is, is the closest the rendition. Needs, the nigga needs to, 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 to cut off a bitch's feet to jerk off <laughs> an hospital bed. You don't want me to compare him to Tarantino? Like, I don't think that's good for Earned Up. It's a good thing we have another movie lined up. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a very good thing. Um, <laughs> this is a movie that, as I said, Bam does not like, that I absolutely love. It's called The Hateful Eight. Um, it is a 2015 American Western 
thriller film written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Sam L. Jackson, Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Ling, Lay, uh, Walter and Goggins. Walter Coggins. Is Coggins? Coggins, yeah. The G O G G I N is Coggins. Coggins. Yo, fuck languages. Um, <laughs> Damien Hoch, Tim Roth, <laughs> Mike Madsen, and Bruce Dern. Um, released in 2015, right? So mm-hmm. this is post Inglorious Bastards. No, it's post, yeah. It's post Django. Django, yeah. Yeah, it's post Django. It's follow up to Django. Right. So. This should have been a motherfucking Django sequel. This should have been a Django sequel? Yeah. You think that's, that's the backstory? Like that's no, no, no. Like, are you are that because you don't? No, like no. Because he was he was considering making a follow up to Django after that. Right. And this is the only thing he had in pocket. And I look at this movie and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, if you could switch, if you could switch up a couple of those characters, mm-hmm. I would have turned Samuel Jackson's character into Django. And um, not, not, I'm not saying go through the actual the full story, but mm-hmm. change up the stuff out of like instead of um, what's her name, Minnie's mm-hmm. Minnie's haberdashery. Mm-hmm. I would have made that. After Django and Broomhilda, they got the fuck out of the south. Mm-hmm. They moved up to the north, built a cabin, started mm-hmm. a little business up there. Mm-hmm. I would have made the movie like them, them, them held oh, up. Nah. Why would that? Thing. Why would that be more interesting? Um, because niggas wanted a Django sequel. Yeah, but niggas want and the thing we got disappointed super by uninteresting and terrible and love to see how you explain just, this movie. You're to just me. you're just wrong about that. <laughs> like first of all, this is my favorite. This is my, this is, uh, other than Jules, this is the best Sam Jackson. Full stop, mm. period. Mm. Full stop, period. Mm. And I'm only giving Jules mm. over this performance. Jackie Brown, though? Yes. Jack- yes. Wow. Easy. Wow. This is best Sam Jackson. And I'm only giving Jules because of how iconic that movie is and that performance. Yeah, Jules is a fucking perfect character. Yes. Like. And, uh, I'm giving, clearly, but as, in terms of like... What he what you had to give Sam Jackson to do mm-hmm. in the movie? This is elite, Sam Jackson. Right? Oh no, he is absolutely the best part of the movie, Fantastic and Sam. I do fucking love and Sam Jackson. If it was a just Jack- because if it was a I've Jack- never seen a bad Sam Jackson performance, but no, what? I'm- you didn't see that movie where he was fucking fucking with the people's neighbors? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh shit! <laughs> like, who's Carrie Washington. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, nigga? You I don't like interracial dating because. <laughs> <laughs> you see that neighbors ass movie? You've never seen a bad Sam Jackson. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> that but... was horrible. Everything about that movie was horrible, including Sam Jackson. Um, uh, produced by Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Will Smith is never. We have never gone an episode. <laughs> never going to not be on that episode of the Fetish Section. Clearly, I mean that's what happens when you're the man. You know what I mean? Yeah, we gotta bring up Will Smith every episode from now on. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah, but this this Sam Jackson. First, of, that's why I would prefer this to a fucking Django sequel because it's to me it's going to be the last fully fleshed out Sam Jackson amazing removie role mm-hmm. because clearly he's resigned to when he's not making Marvel money. To work with the great Tarantino. I don't see him doing a PTA vibe <laughs> or like... He could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could, but I'm like, it's it's so like, you know I mean? Shit just go together. So I, if I'm expecting Sam Jackson to be in a movie... I mean, I haven't watched Hollywood yet. And I don't... Is he in it? I don't think so. Yeah. So, um, like... Unless he's a random ass I, I think as a, I think I think if I was closing out, if, if this was... If, if he's going to do one more movie... 
and I'm closing out my career, Sam Jackson, with Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a perfect performance. Um, the plot, every again, this is it. This follows the same. If you can tell me that the plot of Death Proof, as empty and conversational as it <laughs> is, is of quality, then I do not understand mm-hmm. how you're trying to tell me that the plot and conversation in fucking Hateful Eight <laughs> isn't beautiful because. The whole the whole thing about the movie is that the conversation is the plot, and and I'm talking about major twists, like yeah. not like <laughs> not like oh you know what I mean they talk not like in Death Proof where they're just talking and then a nigga randomly shows up and then blah 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 no major plot points is entirely conversational mm-hmm. and that's extremely intimate to me yeah like the whole the whole vibe when they get to the place and fucking. They end up with the fucking Colonel. That, <laughs> that well, he, Colonel Sanders. Oh asked. my god, that, that, that is my favorite fucking sequence. Now that's when the movie like starts for me. Like it, the whole thing was conversation. I, I love all the conversation. I love like tension mm-hmm. was ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. Mm-hmm. And when Samuel Jackson tells that motherfucking story, yes, I'm like, great, this is fucking fantastic. Yes. My problem with the movie is uh-huh. once it hit that, I, th- I feel like the movie peaked. And didn't follow through as much as I needed to follow through. I mean, that. I don't. I, 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 can see what you're saying because I have to agree on the peak. But that's a hell of a fucking peak. I'm like, dramati- no, I, I wanted- dramati- dramatically and tension wise, that peak's higher than Django to me. Like the, when I when that's when that shit hit, that shit hit different for me than anything that happened in Django. Okay. Django was a major production kind of movie, and it was it obviously had great shit. Yeah, and it was obviously a great ride. But like, like. Like to me, movie magic is like seeing little friggin' ten- like tension and nuance and Just build stretch up. out a wire tight and tight. Yeah, and like that shit was okay. Amazing. All right, let, 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 let me let me do a comparison for you. Right, we both agree that it's the peak of the movie, right? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll compare it with uh, Django. Mm-hmm. I think the peak of tension with Django is also the dinner scene mm-hmm. when they're like working out to buy Broomhilda, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Mm-hmm. and fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. So, yeah, fucking Samuel Jackson comes, mm-hmm. pulls Leo to the side. Mm-hmm. Leo figures out the white cake situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he says, hey, them motherfuckers mm-hmm. trying to fool you. And you go back in that room, and it's just fucking tense. He brings mm-hmm. out the skull, mm-hmm. gives that whole phrenology yeah, bullshit, yeah. Mm-hmm. and slams his fist on the table, and shit is tense, like fucking tense in that fucking room. Samuel Jackson no. scene way better than that. Okay. <laughs> and okay, I love okay, that no, no, okay, but, but that tension builds, right? Uh-huh. Then you get to the fucking shootout, uh-huh. amazing ass shootout, uh-huh. and then followed by that, you now have a basically a, a 30 minute epilogue with Django himself, uh-huh. figuring out shit for himself. Uh-huh. And that is some of the most glorious, like, like, uh-huh. like gun sh- gunshot, glorious, like, hyping up hero hero arising scene i don't get that with yeah but like. here's the difference between those two things i knew that all that shit that happened after that after after, after that peak of, mm-hmm. of tension happened in Django, i knew all that shit was going to happen the thing about hateful eight whether you like it or not i had no idea what was going to happen and it and it and it and it, and it, and it, and it involves way less um um elements than Django because in Django he gets fucking taken away he has to do this big mm-hmm. scam he flips it he comes back on the horse but I knew all that shit was gonna happen and that's a wide array of in, in this room with five to eight people 
that you don't even know is eight until the end of the movie. I had no idea what the fuck was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I can give you, yo, the end, how it ended was too long. Like, <laughs> I, I, I liked how it ended in terms of story-wise how it ended, but the, dramatiz- the dramatization of how it ended was too long. Mm-hmm. Right, um, I, I got the point. We could have we could have wrapped this up like wheelless. Mm-hmm. I'm out on my sword, kind of, kind of, kind of shit. Um, so that's my flaw of the movie to me. Um, but as a execution of writing, acting, directing, shooting, like like this is high grade. Like it is like, is it like he 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 wanted to have the the, the tension that is in Inglorious Bastards when they're they're in the, the basement. The which, the which I don't think he has ever <laughs> eclipsed. Like I think that is his perfect. I disagree. I think I think I think for that move, I think I think the full combination of the movies, like Django and Inglorious Bastards, especially Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. is better. Agreed. Yeah. But in Inglourious executing is... that, the, the whole movie, uh, the whole affiliate is that tension the entire time, which is. Very captivating to me. Mm. While I know it's not like, like I understand, like clearly know that we have all of these movies out. We know it's like Kanye West, right? It's like we know Kanye West knows how to make a perfect album. He made it on Dark Fantasy. He made it on you know College Rock or Late Registration. You know the classic Kanye West shit. But then he does fucking Jesus to be like, yo, I am experiment god mm-hmm. and y'all not, and he doesn't make 808 and heartbreak and it's like <laughs> i am experiment god and y'all not going fucking lightly but guess what this is going to be music for the next 15 years, years yeah that is now but this is gonna like yeah deep get <laughs> deep into every generation your entire future <laughs> i will birth 15 drakes from this album and i'm like yo if you're an artist like that you got that fucking level of you know what i mean Balls hanging down, right. <laughs> ball sack energy. Like, bro, this is what Hateful Eight is. He's like, yo, let me make an entire suite and push the tension that I have made in these successful long form movies. Take that thing that I know is the hook mm-hmm. and make a fucking movie where the whole thing is the hook. And sometimes you make us, if you make a song where the, the hook is the whole song, sometimes that shit go work. And sometimes it doesn't. This sometimes is the they make a Murphy Lee feature in LA. <laughs> and Max would go be the whole time. <laughs> Had to get my joke in. <laughs> but this is the closest thing to like taking the best part of a movie, making it an entire movie, mm-hmm. and it working, in my opinion, from, you know I mean, the GOAT. So I just can't. And first, I like Jennifer Jason Lee performance in mm-hmm. this. Impeccable. Yeah. Like impeccable. Like she killed that shit. She is the best racist. Yeah, in, in no, the Tarantino no. movie. That's why when you say like, yo, the movie builds in a filmography part, full of the racist. reason why the reason why I disagree with that because the best thing about the early part of the movie mm-hmm. is her, her, her being the yeah. thread of yeah. the movie. Literally on a chain. <laughs> like literally on a chain is is just such good writing because and it was such a great performance. Like everybody, everything about the movie. I did. I didn't. I did. What I, what I, what I thought if if he was going to make it like Django, right? Yeah. There would have just been more backstory about the all of the things that you find out in each other chapters of the movie. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. It would have been. It would have. It wouldn't have been pulp fictionized in terms of how the messages were delivered, mm-hmm. and you go back. It would have been. This is more Reservoir Dogs. 
No, yeah, they, no. The movie is more resonant with us because the whole movie is is one location, one location yeah. backstory, one location. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You know, in Pulp Fiction, when it's literally like chapter one, chapter yeah, da, 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 jump around, jump around. Jump he around. did use that for this to like chapter out yeah. all all of the all of the. No, here's the thing. I I have no problem with the um simplification mm. of the plot. Like mm. I love a simple one room movie. Mm. Like I love when it's. Do you remember? I love like very interesting niggas in a room hashing shit out. Shit yeah. is very tense. I love that. And I love it after like it's also you have to uh, like to me he feels very aware of where he at, he's at yeah. in his movie making career because he knows he just he didn't do this after making Death Proof. Like he didn't overkill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made Death Proof as the the left field to Kill Bill and Kill Bill 2 mm-hmm. and you know he was, he was on top of the world and then he made that weird yeah, shit he was, he, he like, was in his grindhouse yeah like, and then like, he making Gloria Gasser that did well and then Jagger did even better than that yeah and you know he's back on he, I'm Quentin Tino giving my fucking Oscar and then he goes back into his bag of what he likes alright let, let me reiterate those movies right uh-huh. I love all I love all the performances save uh-huh. for Michael Madsen because don't know what's wrong with that nigga. <laughs> um, Walton Coggins, great, great actor. Samuel Jackson, fucking impeccable. Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. motherfucking uh, old man Colonel Sanders. Like, <laughs> great, right? All of them is that, that, mm-hmm. that fucking story time, bedtime mm-hmm. story by Samuel Jackson. Yeah, but you sound Incredible. like you're just going to tell me at the end of this how, how the plot is foolish. No, 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 not even that. It's just that. Argument, okay, the whole movie is like stretching out this wire of tension right everything is fucking tense about in this room mm-hmm. stuck in one location all these mm-hmm. niggas are ready to pop mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and pop does come mm-hmm. and i'm like okay cool but then as soon as that pop comes mm-hmm. as soon as the reveal the twist is mm-hmm. hey these four silent niggas who have not been talking mm-hmm. are the bad guys mm-hmm. i wanted mo- i wanted crazy shit to him i wanted i wanted him to almost go sounds like you wanted like at the end of sorry to bother you when niggas turn into horses in the middle of that shit sort of yeah and kind I'm, of. okay i didn't need that shit in sorry I just, to bother no, you no, 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 the movie the movie just goes to like okay samuel jackson figures out these niggas these shady niggas in the back are shady uh-huh shoots them mm-hmm. and then fucking nigga comes from underground <laughs> yeah Shannon Tatum mm-hmm. out of fucking nowhere and then and then and then that, the whole 30 minute stretch okay, okay like I wanted I wanted like Mexican Bob and uh, Michael mm-hmm. Madsen to be the bad guys mm-hmm. and motherfucking mm-hmm. uh, Frenchie to be just some random dude I wanted more I didn't want to just all four of them like are a bad one big plot yeah just a one big plot and I wanted it to be like more complicated than that and as also, I said, and as I, I would okay. Also, another thing: before he made this movie, he gave all he told all, all actors to watch the thing, mm-hmm. right? The Kurt Russell, yeah, the Kurt Russell yeah, movie. Yeah. And the thing is, like one of my favorite movies of all fucking time, mm-hmm. right? And I was honestly expecting it mm-hmm. to go. I was expecting him to go dip his foot into like almost sci-fi horror elements. Mm-hmm. I was expecting after all this tension, after all this build-up, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm not just gonna. It, it, to me, it was it was just like an old John Ford Western, or just a bunch of niggas in the room, but it's just, just, it's just down to gunshot and rope and cussing. Right. I was expecting him to go like way beyond. Like I wanted to dip his toe into insane territory. Okay. I mean, I, I just think that's an unfair... That's where I thought it was going. I just think that's an unfair expectation. I think what he did was he put his favorite thing, mixed it with his other favorite thing, and made a thing. Like he made he made he he told him to watch the thing to get the tension right. Yeah. For and then but he's a western nigga. Like okay, like when Kurt Russell started vomiting guy. from the poison. Yeah. And that crazy blood spurt. I was I, I got the mercy because I'm like, 
some incredible crazy shit because I knew he was he had yeah, a thing on his mind. Yeah. So I was honestly expecting him to go mm-hmm. in that direction, but mm-hmm. in, in his turn, Tarantino yeah, way, he just, and I thought that's where I was going. Yeah, but it just turned and out. And then he just like, turned out to normal. be a western. Yeah, and but I was it, like, but, but it's a fucking uh, western. <laughs> the whole thing is a western. He's a fucking bounty. Like it, like <laughs> I know, but I always, I always want Tarantino to subvert my expectations in uh, every single okay. way. Well, and, I just want, I just want him and to he make, didn't, which I, is. Oh my God, Zoe Bell is Six Horse Judy. Yeah, she's one. Oh, I forgot. When it comes to the flashback of Minnie's haberdashery and the the three black characters in this movie, (laughs) the other three black characters. Zoe Bell is Six Horse Judy. Yeah, I didn't even recognize her. You know, (laughs) Millie learns how to say "my ass is fat" in French. Uh. That's cute. I I wanted more of those people. That's what I said. I yeah, said I if it was going to be a full blown. It, tar- it was a jungle. It was, it was a jungle. You go know Six Horse yeah. Judy. And yeah. I go know that Zoe. I'm going to know all of Minnie's business. Yeah. I'm going to know that she and also, what's the dude who sits on his favorite chair? Yeah. Um, Ed? Ed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd know why that nigga got to sit in that chair. I'd yeah. know that him and Minnie are fucking. You know the backstory fucking. about it. Yeah. And him and Minnie are fucking because in every Tarantino movie, there is an allusion to an interracial relationship mm-hmm. in every single movie he's ever done. Right. And true. that was as his illusion. True. And true. I wanted to hear about his niggas fucking. I want to hear about Minnie. I want to hear, I want to know where the fuck Minnie got all those candy from. In the middle of nowhere, he got every candy known to man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, want, I mean, I my least favorite. Favorite part of the movies. My name's Joe. Yeah, Joe Cage. Shannon Tatum. <laughs> Shannon Tatum. Dog. Let's see a big reveal. Shannon Tatum. <laughs> I, 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 that got me hive. It was, I was uh. What I saw, I saw Step Up Two coming to kill, <laughs> <laughs> to kill these niggas. I was like that. I plus, I, I also get, they ruined it in the intro credits where they're like featuring Shannon Tatum. They're yeah, like, yeah, hmm, yeah, Shannon Tatum. Yeah, he has to show up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they should they should have left it out. Yeah. I know, I know it's impossible to leave it out. No, nah, you, you should have left it out. Oh, it's, it's Shannon Tatum's fucking <laughs> contract. So that my name <laughs> must be in the credits. Yes, <laughs> I'm Quentin Tarantino. I call up you, who's had what one good year at this point in my career. Hey man, he did Magic Mike. Calm down, he's a hot boy. Hey, Magic Mike, oh, Magic Mike and G.I. Joe. That's, 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 <laughs> that nigga's clout. That's what he's walking in here with. Uh, what's this? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I, 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 I just, I just love, wait, I just love when he goes back in his bag. When it's like, you know what I mean? And then now to me, the he's going to go do. Buck wild crazy. When he niggas started vomiting, that. I was expecting some weird shit to start happening. And just no, that would have that wouldn't have made it. It wouldn't have made it a western. It's just an interrogation and a hanging after that. That wouldn't have made it a western. Nigga already made a bunch of westerns already. Who wanted? How many westerns did he make? He made Django. He made um. Inglorious was basically what if what if Drug War Two was a western. No, that's a Nazi movie. That's not a western. Is it not a western? No. The fucking bastards are not like a little troop of outlaws going oh, to like soldiers in Nazi Germany. No, it's not a Western dog. I'm sorry, it's just not. There's no niggas in cowboy hats walking around <laughs> in fucking bastards. This is a literal Western. <laughs> it is his only second literal Western, and he literally and he literally t- flipped it on his head. He gave you the full long range story on Django, and then he gave me my bag, like what I like about westerns, like. 
the scene where fucking Clint, Clint Eastwood in whatever, um, you know what I'm talking about, Good, Bad, or Ugly, Good, or whatever, bad, and she's like, yeah, he gave that shit on, on this. Like, I get it. He went back in his bag. It's fucking fly. Like, he makes, he, he's too, he's too, the, fact, I, I, the I, point I, of this Quentin, part. Quentin, I expect too much of you. Yes, and the fuck I off. really do. And the point of this podcast is Quentin Tarantino is too good. Yes, to like this is one fault make a bad movie <laughs> <laughs> like this is not there's no way you can look at this not, not even from any level like we, we arguing and you're like I wanted you to fucking go to fucking Mars with these people and like, all that shit I was like that's cool <sighs> but this was a great movie you just didn't like it because you wanted like to fuck them them to have like aliens coming out of them body and doing the macarena <laughs> <out of> the, <laughs> that's literally the only problem with the movie that's and that's great. You're a great person. <laughs> if you didn't make 1930, 70 turn into 2065. Marty, you ever watch Hateful Eight? Yeah. Um, do you remember what Samuel L. Jackson did to that white boy in the flashback? Yes. <laughs> Could you tell me the, 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 the parts of his body that he used during that? <laughs> a big nigga dick. <laughs> Three more to go, Marty. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so we 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 do it. We we didn't even end up doing that Re- Reservoir Dogs thing. I'm like, how can you hate this movie when it's basically Reservoir Dogs? Okay, it's like it's like imagine after you you make a movie, your first movie, you make like you did have like five grand. Yeah, <laughs> you make this thing and then make your whole career, and then you literally go all around the world and you cut the, and you make the most expensive your version of your five thousand dollar movie. Expensive five thousand dollar movie. It's so fun. Like 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 who does that? Quentin Tarantino has the most interesting film career. Period. Period. Like mm. interesting. Period. Best, um, you know, most accolades, whatever, whatever, no, but interesting. Like, I'm I don't think we will never have a character like Quentin Tarantino. To me, Qu- Quentin Tar- Tarantino humanizes genius art, yeah. He's like, he's like a like a pop artist, but also a Picasso, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, like, it's 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 I don't think we get he, that. He, like, play, he plays to both the cheap seats and the. Yeah, in a way that is just uncanny in terms of ability. Like you can't. It is very. Imp- it's very difficult for you to be have to work in high intellect and high passion and high reference point, and then, and low bro and low bro. Like it, it, it's, <laughs> it's not so easy. Yeah. It's like when Lupe Fiasco did that song called "Dumb It Down," where I was like, "Dog, this is not it." <laughs> I was like, "Dog, this is Dumb not it." it. Like, like you, wow. like, yeah, like you had to literally say, "I am being stupid today yeah. to get your point across." Like, no, that's not how this works. Like he, like when I look at like the other greats, you know, the Finchers and the, the Sources, and they, they have great movies, and I know that they're great movies. And I know it's great execution. Yeah. But even him, as a a brand or a character yeah. or an acting part of these things that he creates right. is just so accessibly genius that I don't think we'll you know, I think a good way to look at him is to look at like two of his best friends mm-hmm. which is Robert Rodriguez and Paul Thomas Anderson yeah I think Quentin Tarantino is like literally them combined Quentin Tarantino is not making no fucking fan film for it that's all yeah. I'm telling no, you no, right no. because, because I, if you look at like the the etchings of Inglourious Bastards he can make a lovely serious like conversationalist like drama mm-hmm. tense drama but he can also like burn down a room full of nazis <laughs> <laughs> right which is what those two movies are uh, yeah 
Uh, whereas Paul Thomas Anderson can get you a movie where Joaquin Phoenix and, and Philip Seymour Hoffman sit down and like mm. intensely stare at each other and talk for 10 minutes. No, that movie was... But I don't think he can like... But it's not then jump to, fun! It's not... Like, the master is not fun! It's not fun. It's such a good movie though. It's, it's, it's not fun movie, at all, but it's, but it's so... fun at all! And that's why I'm saying we're never getting this thing. Everybody that I know who's good, like the closest that I have is, is, is Scorsese. Scorsese makes his movies fun. Yeah. But... They, they always have to be fun they're with not, they're, they're not they always... Have, they have to be fun within a theme of yeah. delivery that is just... No, Quinta Tuna is literal random... Oh, Quinta Tarantino is literal like random pop culture. Like, yeah. like random uh, craze wits. Like, <laughs> like random fucking bar, <laughs> bar and fucking barbershop conversation. Like yeah. that shit. Like... Tarantino grew up around a bunch of black people. Like, <laughs> like, like his mom was fucking like crazy black men. That's why he, that's why he knows every black exploitation movie ever made. Because <laughs> he just hung around with a bunch of like black dudes all his life. We're was... never gonna get another one of it. And if he really only makes one more movie, then that. I mean, to be honest, I can. I've never no, felt like I can live off of somebody making ten movies like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Like he, he does the thing. so if, much. If he, in if he does make one more or last movie and call it jump, uh he does say he's gonna like start doing like plays and shit and I'm gonna have to hop my ass and I'll play into New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all that show when it happens. Uh, he also yeah. said he'd he'd maybe do like a mini series on HBO or some shit. So yeah, of course kind of. everybody good has to fucking make T V now. Yeah, that's <sighs> He, listen, he didn't get Caesar the ship is going. He just so wants to like depressing. get his filmography out and That's why I this podcast it. is full of old movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can't talk about new movies. Like, you know I mean, Black Panther two coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, twenty twenty two or something. Twenty twenty two. Oh, you had to pull up the full Phase Five Marvel slate and shit. Like cool people make movies. They're they're they're, they're finite. They get they give me get an the experience. Fucking point, yeah. there, there's no there's a good series is an experience, but a good movie is a completely different experience. Yeah, and I love that experience more. And that's 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 just where that's just where it's at. So like I watch a lot of great TV shows, but none of them have like impacted me the way. It's a good does. fucking it's movie because it's you. just a thing, and it's an experience that has a beginning and an end yeah like as much as no matter how much you binge something it, it wasn't a beginning and an end it was a beginning then plot point continuation then beginning then plot point continuation yeah. all the way to the end and recap then and recap <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's, it's not the same thing so Quinton, i had a thing with, with a binge i think like if you if you like binge a netflix show over the weekend you'll be talking about that shit for like a week and i think it's gonna disappear from your head yeah because entirely. it's too much shit <laughs> Yeah, it's too much information it's to, like, process. Shit. Give me a movie where, like, we can go back 10 years later, 15 years, 20 like, You remember that time when, dog, of course I can remember that time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Quentin is the best. I'm, I can't wait to watch this movie later. Um, you know what I mean? If, if niggas weren't lame, we'd have a big friggin' thing about, mm-hmm. about doing this. But we're going to do big friggin' things soon. Um, but, yo, I love, I love, I love that there's a Quentin movie. I love, I love. I love this. I think it's getting to work. I love this motherfucker's wrapping up his filmography. I love that he's he's coming out and like I don't he's love pushing. That part. I don't love that part. I'm like, be like Scorsese. When you die is when your last movie comes. Yeah. <laughs> like Scorsese is not not making movies until he dies, and I like that. 
Mike Tyson movie. Come on, baby. Come on, Mike. Praying Come on. For this. Bring back Jamie. Praying for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yo, that's our Tarantino episode. Um, hope you guys go watch the new Tarantino movie so that if we talk about it on the next episode, I don't want to hear no bitching about no spoilers. Oh, no. Yo, Marty, you want us to say big nigga dick one more time before the episode done? Or yo, you're your show boss. What do you want? Like, what you? Big nigga dick. There yo, that's go. the name of the episode. Big yeah. E R E R. It's Tarantino. Got him with the ER. <laughs> yeah, watch Reservoir Dogs. Nah, this I don't morning. want us to get blocked out. Woke up bright and fucking early and watch Reservoir Dogs. And like, there's like four nigga jokes <laughs> in that movie. And like Steve Buscemi hit <laughs> it with the first one. Yes. Like I can I can remember the nigga references off the top of my head. <laughs> They're not all. Co- There's one of them that's cool that I was like, yeah, totally fine, totally appropriate. <laughs> but like Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi was a problem. That hard ER on that, that nigga. I Ugh. do not like niggers. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm watching niggers right now. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> like. Oof. Like, oh, is this the origin of... Oh, that's worse than um, Tarantino saying dead nigga storage in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. If, okay, let's count on the top five <laughs> nigger <laughs> niggas. Con- yeah, problematic niggers. Problematic niggers. <laughs> dead nigga storage, dead number nigga one. Dead nigga storage, yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi acting like a bunch of niggas, niggas right now. <laughs> um, um, D- Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> Start to finish. Quentin, problematic Quentin Tarantino making a slave movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, What's a good nigga in, J- in Jacket Brown? Like, uh, uh, most of the black folks in that movie. I can't even remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my Jackie Brown moment is when Daenerys kills um, that bitch in yeah. the, the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Fucking like, Inglorious don't say Don't say another word. Don't say another fucking word. Don't say... Pow, 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 pow. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Joseph Goebbels. Um, they're having the dinner at the restaurant mm. when they're hiring Shoshana. Yeah. And like Shoshana walks into the room and Joseph Goebbels is just saying, "Ah, American Olympic gold can be mega in nigger sweat." <laughs> 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 and those. And I was like, it counts because he's a Nazi. <laughs> Can't get mad. That's what they do. And that was Quentin Tarantino's niggas brought to you by the Petty <laughs> Section. Uh, I think that's a fucking episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and strong. <laughs> go watch Quentin Tarantino. We Once out. upon a time in Hollywood, folks. It's out in theaters. Please go fucking watch that. Support my nigga. Jamaica yes. Podcast Network. Big up. Big up All the shows. Chat. Big up, up Earning Seasons. Earning Seasons. The, yep. the Originator. The Podfather. The Podfather. You, you see me? The Bam. The Podfellas. The Bam. Podfellas. The Bamcast. Yeah. You see me? Hosted by Martin Scorsese and no other name. <laughs> 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 We're done. We're gone. Let's